Welcome to Spark the Podcast. We are a group of Christian creatives seeking to connect with God and grow in our faith. We believe in the power of testimony and the blessings that come with being in community with others. Let's be honest, we just can't do it alone. We want to invite you to be a part of it, whether your coffee is running low or you're on the go. Come join the conversation. Hi, and welcome back to Spark the Podcast. I'm McKenna Saylor, and I'm so excited to have Jana Klauszewski with us today. Jana and her husband, Reed, have three children, and Jana is the director of Groups and Connection at our church, Lindham Hills Community Church. She's also a fellow Texan like myself, and so it's really excited when we have our little moments of connection over Texas. Uh, And in this episode, yeah, in this episode, Jana and I are going to chat about the importance of small groups and building a community that you love. And before we jump in, I want to introduce you to her. So say hi, Jana. Hello. I feel like I should say hi, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'd love to hear a little bit more about you and how you got started at MHCC. All right. Well, um, McKenna, thank you, first of all, for asking me. You've been talking about this for a little while, and um, I'm excited to be able to be on here. But I also have to say, um, I was a like a fan of you and Amy and all of your wedding stuff for so long before I got to know you as friends. And so this is so Aww. fun to like get to be friends with people that you admired from afar and admired their work and were fans of their stuff. So um, that, was, that was so fun to know you in that way. And now that I've gotten to know both of you just as these awesome friends and women of God. Like this is just like the coolest thing. So thank you for inviting me to come into your little space here and talk today. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Thanks. So, okay. So uh, how I got to MHCC, you were talking about me being a Texan born and raised in Dallas. So like, that's, that's the whole thing. If you know, like Southern Baptist Bible belt church, church of Christ, like that was my whole growing up. Um, And I've never not known being in a Christian community and I am forever grateful for that. And, um, so when we moved here to New Jersey, my husband took a new job and we were young Marys. We had a two-year-old and I was pregnant and we were moving to New Jersey. I had, I'm not even kidding. McKenna, I had never stepped foot in the state. I knew one (laughs) other person (laughs) and I was uprooting my tiny little family away from all the community I had ever known um, my whole life. So, uh, the first thing we did was we got to find a tool. We got to find a doctor. <laughs> I was pregnant. You yep. know, the importance of all that. You got to find a doctor, you got to find a hospital, and then you got to find a church because I didn't have family here. So I knew I'm so grateful that I had that ingrained in me. Like that's, those are your people, your family. You got to find your, your faith family. Um, they're the ones who will stand by you. So we did that. God led us to Mendham Hills and jumped into groups and the rest is kind of history. <laughs> yeah. So you started going there as just a attendee, right? Like yeah. a, a member and, and kind of started yeah. forming those relationships. And then how did you get into, you know, being on staff and forming groups at, at Mendham? Yeah. It's so funny how God, how God works is I'm, I'm, yeah. my degree is in education and I was a teacher. I was a fifth grade teacher back in Texas. Um, but I, you know, kind of retired that was going to raise my kids, but you know, like I said, I knew no one. So the first thing I did, we started going to church and I jumped into a young mom's group. Like, where are the other young moms? Please help me. <laughs> I mean, I need friends. I, I don't want to be alone. Yeah. Right. I, Cause I was, um, my, my two-year-old for the longest time, the poor thing, she was just, it was just she and me, you know, every day, all day, every day. So she was tired of me. I was probably a little tired of her. Like I need some, some, you know, interaction with some grownups here. So found the mom's group, love those women. Um, just kept doing groups. I mean, that's just where I got filled up and where I grew and where I found my friends and kept doing it. After a few years, once my kids were 
into school, once my youngest uh, was in kindergarten, I was kind of asking God, like, all right, what do you want me to do now? Like, should I go back to work? What should I do? Should I teach? And I will never forget the moment that um, Renee Billing, who's the director of ministry, um, I had been praying about this and she stopped me in the dairy aisle at the shop, right? And said, oh my gosh, we were just talking about you. We need someone to come in and do some admin stuff for us at the church. Would you be interested in doing that? So I said, absolutely. So like, like put all those prayers out there, like talk to God. He'll meet you in the, yeah. you know, the dairy aisle at the shop, right? Um, <laughs> but I said, absolutely. She goes, no, no, no. You should pray about it with Reed. And I was like, I already been praying about it. Like, I'll talk to him we, about it, but this know, is, you know, know, I, this yeah. is an answer. So started working, just doing some admin. Um, by that point I was leading the Thursday morning women's group. So that we had like, we had, that had, God had just blessed that and had grown to, um, like four or five different groups meeting on Thursday mornings. There's a bustle and a, a lot of women. And it was just really, really exciting. Of course, COVID kind of, um, put the kibosh on that for a little while, but we had such a good thing going. And then during COVID, I was getting kind of tired of doing that job. I like, I'm a little restless inside, so I like change. So it's getting kind of tired of the admin stuff and thought, God, what, what's next? And that's when the director of groups position opened up. And so I jumped into that. And so God's just been real faithful with opening the doors. He needs me to jump through um, time and time again. So that's, so that was the summer of 2020. And I've been doing this for a couple of years now. And yeah, I feel very blessed. I feel like whenever I'm at church, you know, like just to paint the picture for everyone else listening, um, Jana is like the face, right? Like you walk in, it's her friendly face that's greeting you. She's up there, um, you know, greeting everyone in, making sure that they get connected at church, which is, it's so encouraging. It also is one of those people that you just immediately you can connect with, which is, um, you know, for you, like it it is just, you don't feel like intimidated. You just immediately feel like, you're like, yeah, I could have a conversation with this chick. Like it's great. And that's so um, sweet of you. Well, I just, I very much remember walking hills. Yeah. I, and I actually remember the first time you came in, but I just remember (laughs) that feeling, right. You can see it on people's faces and you remember it like, oh my gosh, this, I'm new to this church. Help me. And, um, but I yeah, always want to tell people, one of those, you know, I slipped in like late. I left early. I was like, not sure, like ready to fully commit. And then once I did, it was like, oh, well, like, yeah, I'm in this. And then I, yeah. you know, invited Amy. I was like, you know, it's six minutes away from your house. Like, you'll never be late, you know? Right. And, and, uh, and I, yeah. And it was so great. And I remember they have a slide, right. For the, for the kids <laughs> community. And, and it was like what brought Audrey there, like, uh, Amy's daughter. And she's like, Oh, and my, my friend was there that she goes to school with. And Amy was like, Oh, wow. We're going to actually grow up with people that like go to the same yes. school. And it yes. was like such a foreign concept because where they were going was so far away. And I was like, yeah, like that's, I mean, that's right. what's so great about it is that Minden is close to so many different things, but it was also yeah. just cool because you immediately felt like you, you could relate and talk mm. to people and meet people in the same season of your life. And, and I, I mean, I loved that. That is, so, that is so good to hear because every one of those decisions was made with that community in mind. Like we want this uh, to be where people find community and find each other. And if a slide is what's going to get those kids there to find their friends, you know, bring it, let's do it. Let's, let's well, party around that slide. I literally was doing my research and I was like, Oh, I, I'll go on Mendham Hills and see what like her, what your like title was. And I didn't know until, you know, yesterday that it was like, you know, um, like officially like the member of, or whatever the, um, Oh my gosh. Now I'm director, it, the, the director, director of, Groups and connection and connection. Isn't that fun? They like gave me the, like they 
it's such a great place we work but they were like what's a good title for Jana oh yeah but I like love that I was like I didn't know that when I asked you to speak I didn't know that like until yesterday and I was like it is like of course that makes perfect sense but like in my head I just you do so much for the church and well that in my head I just didn't I didn't know that that could embody all of that you know like that could be like you know under a subject line and and it was so good and so I want to kind of drive into um this next part of you know what is God's plan for you know our community and connection Mm -hmm. like in our lives yeah that's that is so good so I think I mean God is, he's already in community. Uh, God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit. That is how he exists. So it's obviously important to him. Um, He's a God of relationship. He's a God of love. He wants us to love him and to love others. So if that's the way he made us and that's how he designed us and he knows exactly how we work best and what we need, um, we need to lean into that connection, right? The connections we're meant to have. And if we're to honor and obey God and do life with him, he knows that having healthy relationships with other people around us is what's going to ultimately lead us towards him. Because what I've, what I've learned now, I mean, I've learned so much in the last two years, just about the power of community, but community with him is our goal. And we're going to grow spiritually when we're connected relationally, like we're not oh. going to grow closer to him if we're, if we're isolated. Um, yeah. You, but sometimes my own brain, if I just sit in my own thoughts, they don't go well. I need to be around other people to help me keep those on track. Um, and so if I'm growing, if I'm going to grow closer to God, I need to be growing in my relationships with other people who are going to encourage me in that, in that way. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. And I feel like after 2020, that was pre- really hard for a lot of people because they were so isolated and for, you know, over a year for some people even right. still, you know, are, are, are still isolated like that. And so, I mean, I felt like that, that really, you know, yeah. keeping that community breaking out of that, that isolation is so important. It, it is. And I don't want to, I don't want to skew into the, the negative and be like, well, you have to be in community because all of these bad things can happen if you're not. But I think it is important that sin kind of grows and festers in the dark, right? If we can stay isolated and not let anyone in on what's going on in our lives, we can keep doing that sin. And eventually that's just going to get bigger and bigger. And we all know that sin when fullborn leads to death. So that's what God is saying. I want to protect you from that. Get with other people. That'll, you know, you have to open up and be vulnerable sometimes. And that's hard and scary, but I think it's very important. I think God, yeah is telling us it's really important. So, and I, another thing about you were asking me about just God's plan for community and connection, I think, and this is more of a personal reason, um, God uses other people to encourage me. And I think he speaks through, (laughs) through other people to me, um, and refreshes me. So if you're, there's, there's this intentional community that we as Christians kind of need to, to seek out, um, other other Christians, um, because I think who we do life with, who our inner circle ends up being, those people, those are the people you can be vulnerable with and pray with and encourage and and be encouraged by. Um, those are the people you can trust with your stuff, you know, and they won't be freaked out. Um, we need those people. We need to seek out time with those people because that's what fills us up, right? That's how God encourages us and renews us and refreshes us and fills us up when we are with other believers who are following Jesus, like we're following Jesus, right? Because then we're ready to go out into the world. We're not 
you know, we're not just staying in our little bubble of I only hang out with Christians. Like we have jobs, uh, we have to go places and we have to be in the world. Um, and when I'm filled up because I've spent time with my other, with my Christian friends and I'm, I know who I am in Christ, I'm confident in my identity. I'm confident in my purpose. I'm walking through life intentionally and I'm prepared. Um, then the world is not going to drag me down as easily, you know, uh, you know how you, when you feel like you haven't been with your Christian community, you've been out in the world a little too much and you start to just, gosh, it gets exhausting and it can get depressing and um, too much time on, on, you know, social media and, you know, comparison and blah, 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 all this stuff. Yeah. We will not have enough to withstand those temptations and that honestly, a lot of that sadness, unless we are spending time with other believers, encouraging each other and building each other up. Um, so I think that's a big purpose also. And I added this in there this morning. I was thinking about this. I've been in so many groups where the conversation will turn towards something that I've been praying about, or I've been wrestling with like totally privately. Right. I haven't, I've just been talking to God about it. Haven't told anybody else, but, and tell me if this has happened to you, like all of a sudden you'll be like, Oh my gosh, that the thing that that person just said, or the verse that person just brought up, that is like, it just hits you in your heart. Like it's, that's the word you needed. And I, God has done that to me so many times. And I'm by myself. I don't get that. But when I'm with other people, I'm like, God is using you to speak to me. Like, that's the thing I needed to hear. And you had those words and God blessed me with that gift of letting you say that. And you have these little epiphanies and revelations and moments and it, they give you chills, you know, but it's so, you don't get that when you're just kind of doing life by yourself. Yeah. So I that's mean, how can you, right? You, yeah. You can't. Yeah. yeah. So I love that he uses other people to like talk, talk to us. Um, but, but lately, the thing that has really been, on my heart is this idea of, of um, Christian community we, where we can practice unity because I don't know if, if I'm sure you feel this way, but I feel like there's just such a spirit of division in the world and that I think it's creeping into the church and we like to have our stances and our arguments and our this, that, and the other. And yeah. I feel like that's just an enemy. Like well, all the things that we can disagree on are pulling us apart and the scripture is very, very clear that we are to be um, like-minded. We are to be unified. Um, we need, there's tons of little smaller issues that we're allowed to have our opinions on and think that, and we can disagree on some things, but we have to not make the small things, the big thing and make the big thing, the big thing, which is, which is Jesus and following after him. And um, in first Peter three, Verse eight, Peter writes this reminder. So he says, finally, all of you be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. And like, when I read that, I'm like, that's it. That's what we're all craving, right? A, a, a community where people are, are um, unified, that we love each other well, that we, we bear, we carry each other's burdens and we pray for each other. And we're, and that last little part, that humble, right? If I'm being humble, I don't have to be right all the time. I don't have to win the argument. You can go first. I, you know, I want you to be taken care of before me. Um, this is, that's the kind of community I want to live in. So I think if we seek that out, if we join groups that are like that, and that's the goal of the groups, we can practice living that way. 
And then maybe when we step out of those groups into the world, we can bring those good practices into the world and be kind and sympathetic and um, humble. And I mean, can you imagine if we, if we did that well, right, in our Christian communities, if we loved each other well like that, how that would impact the world? Um, yeah, and pass on and keep yes. passing on and to your neighbor and to their neighbor and yes. from that neighbor to the next neighbor. And oh, it so would I, be a different Yeah, life. it would. So yeah. I think that's a lot of God's God's plan is to bring that the 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 glimpse of 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 heaven, right? That's the mm. um your will on earth as it as it is in heaven. Like bring that the unify, the community, the love, the how we can just be together and and I'm sounding like a little like pie in the sky cheesy I don't mean to sound that way but that's how we're supposed to you know to to be relating and loving one another and um Galatians 5 6 says the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love Mm. like not all the little differences we have not all of the you know do you like you know the the instrumental music or do you the acapella music do you want you know church on Saturday night or church on Sunday night um you know do you whatever it's those little things are important, but not, they're not the thing. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Are we loving each other? Well, Um, I think that's huge. I love that. You know, it's um, this past week, we, we were kind of traveling a lot. I was seeing a lot of family in in the Carolinas and we went to Florida to see Nick's sister, but she, we saw right around Easter in the, in uh, South Carolina first. And she's like, McKenna, I got so much to tell you. And I was like, okay, uh, what still, you know, I'm thinking still the tea type thing. And she goes, I'm getting baptized on Sunday. And I was like, (gasps) whoa, you know, and we, I would probably say like anti-religious she was right. And, um, they were Catholic, but she like, didn't even want to get her son baptized. Like I would definitely say like, she was at that point of anti-religion and I said, wait, like next Sunday. She's like, no, like this one. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Like, you know, it was like Love a curveball, right? Like, yeah, didn't see it coming. And she's like, well, um, you know, I really like the school that AJ goes to. And it's this, you know, like, little Christian Baptist school, but it's based uh-huh. out of the, the church there. And she goes, so I started, I want to like, really want him to grow up with these friends that he's making there. And I want to get to know their families. And my neighbor goes there too, and her son and they're best friends. And so we've gotten really close. And she invited me to church. And I went to church with her and, and, you know, my husband came, Matt came and, um, and we loved it. We, we were like, okay, like we can get into this. And yep. she's like, and so I joined a group and I was like, you joined a, like a Bible study. And she goes, <laughs> yes. yeah, because you know, I want to get to know the people and like, that's how you do it. Right. And I was like, I mean, yeah. yeah. And I was so shocked and everybody, you know, she's telling people that like basically her son, you know, kind of got her involved. And they were like, oh, your son is your disciple. And she's like, yeah, I mean, in a way, I guess he is. But also, like, this is all still very new. I mean, literally, they win and they pass out their communion cups. So there's like, you know, you flip it, you get the wafer, then you flip it and you get the juice. Yeah, yeah. Um, they come in like little packets and they pass them out as they're walking into church, like the first Sunday of every month. Okay. And, you know, they grew up Catholic, her and her husband. And so he walks in and he's like, oh, no, thank you. And so she just follows him. And they sit down next to her friend and she goes, what samples were they passing out? And her friend Kate goes, this is not Costco. This is church, you know? And, and I just like, love that. I love that she it didn't steer her way. And she goes, well, you know, if I'm going to be committed, I don't know everything, but I don't know if I ever will. She's like, I mm-hmm. need to be baptized. And I said, oh, to be, to like, be able to go to the church. She was like, no, I just feel like I need to be baptized to, to be able to make that commitment. And I'm ready to make that commitment. And I was like, 
Wow, wow. that's so exciting. And and she did. And Nick and I watched it online. Oh, and that's so great. She just turned 40 and we're thinking, oh my gosh, there's probably like eight or, you know, 10 other people that are getting baptized with her. She was the only one. And I thought, oh, wow, that's so great. And that is, so that is great. great. Yeah. Being vulnerable. Yeah. Yes. And such a testament to her family and the growth that they're going to have. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. And this lady that, you know, she has a grandson that goes to the school. Ada, she like got me a plant, you know, to celebrate my you know, everybody's just so sweet to celebrate like my baptism and everybody's just so sweet and kind. And, you know, she's in my group too. I was like, in your Bible study. She's like, yeah, in my Bible study. And I was like, wow, like that is so cool. And so that is so great. You never know with the groups, I feel like how God is going to change your heart or open you up to new friendships. And um, even if you don't go to that church, I know, and we were in a, a women's group together And Jana was leading it and it was great. It was about, you know, really focusing in. There's so much noise in the world. And I really (laughs) loved, um, I loved the study, but I love that I I didn't do the one that for like, I think there's like another one, like new moms or, you know, and I wasn't there yet. And I was in this place of like, I don't even know where I fit in. And it was these women that had gone through loss, that had gone through raising children, that are kind of in the muck of raising children. It was, it was a very vast variety of, of women in the seasons Mm -hmm. of their life and, um, and I really love that because I related to a lot of them and I didn't relate to some, but it was like, we still all like had a base, you know, we all had a yes. connection, we were all sharing. Um, and so I'd love to ask, is joining groups so important other than some of the things I just said? And do you have any advice for someone that's maybe looking for a community group? Yes. Okay. So I think we've, we've like really hit like why groups are important. I mean, we could talk forever yeah. about that, but power, just the power of community, but I think yes. starting with uh, that, there's there's something to be gained from every every group. Just being with other people, people that are different from you. Oh my gosh, the stuff we can learn. I mean, I think that just makes us just um, richer and wiser that we share experiences with people who aren't like us. So there's there's goodness in everything. But I think if it's your first foray into a group, start with some people you have things in common with. If you're a young mom, find that young moms group. If you're retired, find the the group of retirees that meets and does Bible study during the day. If you're a young adult, find those people, like whatever your, your similar struggles, stage of life, your joys, you know, your, your rhythms, those, those bond you quickly when you're in the same, same kind of um, place in life together. And then over time, if you stick with those groups, right, those relationships will go deeper um, because you're going to go through some struggles together and then those become like that. Some of those people can like work their way into like your inner circle of, of your friendships. You know, those people that you call when things are falling apart, the, the girls <laughs> you say, I need, I need you to come over now in your yeah. sweats. And we have to, you know, cry about this together though. Those people who you can be really real with, but um, yeah, that's, that's how I have at least found like my, my best friends are through those groups that were the, we had something in common like that. Um, but then, you know, just being in community at, at all, Reed and I, my husband, we've joined and we've led lots of community groups where we'll just, you know, dump a bunch of couple couples in together and, and get to know each other. And it, it, it also works out well because we all, like I said before, that whole unifying thing, we're just, we're just trying to follow Jesus the best we can and encourage each other in that. So, um, but yeah, your first, I mean, very, very first practical step, if you've never joined a group, you've never just find a church, 
that is pointing people to Jesus and then join whatever, whatever group that they have that's going on, just jump in. Yeah. And I mean, Spark isn't a church, you know, by any means, but, you know, for us, it was, you know, we want to bring creative women together and yeah. at first it was really just photographers and then it kind of grew. And for a while there, it was videographers and florists and graphic designers. And um, we were all able to cry and lean on each other yes. and have, you know, something in common. And they are who, you know, when I had my miscarriage, it was like three of them showed up at my house and I'm like, oh, I can't right, handle this, right. you know, and. And it, but it was, it was good to just know that somebody was there, they're, they're checking on you. And, um, I definitely the best way is to find it through church. And, um, like, you know, that for us, luckily, like people, a lot of traveling and as we are, you know, blogging about, you know, and have the podcast and just different stuff, people were able to find, you know, mm-hmm. New Jersey spark, which was great. And, um, the winner, the group that I was with you, um, in the winter, it was so cool because you were, he- I was hearing a little bit about, um, a new group that you were. Um, oh gosh. Yes. Yes. And, oh my gosh. And that was like a group for, for couples, like kind of how you, you and, um, Reed were, were doing and have done. Mm-hmm. And, um, you described the group's atmosphere so beautifully. And I'd love like for them to actually hear it from you because I'm not even <laughs> sure exactly how I, I just remember being like, my gosh that like well, I yeah. want that but also like it's so nurturing to hear that people are getting that yeah so poor McKenna has to like hear hear me sometimes like I have this like bible study high that I get on afterwards when things go well and you have those everybody's like clicking and things are going well and um I think this was like so we were in bible study the morning after I, we had had a really good circle up night so but circle up is something that uh, we found that works really well it comes out of North Point Church Andy Stanley's uh, church and it's it's a four week curriculum that is specifically designed to start a group and you can do it with anybody. So you were saying couples, it's actually anybody. And we just will cool. say, Hey, we're starting a circle up group. If you've never been in a group at Mendham Hills, this is your place. So we'll have 20 people just boom, sign up. I don't know who these 20 people are. Some of them are <laughs> retired. Some of them are single, some are divorced, some are young adults, never been married. Some are, you know, young, young parents. It, it's absolutely runs a gamut. And every time I look at like the sign up list and go, this could be a disaster. <laughs> None of these people have anything in common. Right. And every time it's just like, God is like, Oh, you think, you think this is random, Jana. Yeah. <laughs> I am in every bit of this. So this past one, um, like I said, just people from all walks of life and they come in that first meeting a little scared, a little like, what is this? I don't know what's going on here. Who are these people? But I'm trusting that, you know, Jana's the one in the front smiling and telling me I should do this. So I'm going to trust her. And they come and by week three, they are sharing their story. Like this part of the curriculum is how to like share your story and your testimony. And I mean, by week three, we are like, we're in, we are family. We are connected. These people are praying for each other. They're inviting each other for dinner. By the last one, it's only four weeks. By the last one, there's hugs. I'll miss you. What are we going to, when are we going to get together? And boom, that is a community group. That's not a community group that I, I mean, they are meeting. Like they're, they're a group now, a real honest to goodness. They've got leaders and they're off and running. That's not a group that like someone in my job would have put together, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But they have loved each other well. They've done these things. They've learned to just listen and love and and um, pray for each other and be, you know, in the the 
the things in each other's lives. Like one of them had um, a surgical procedure and the other people were just like, I'm praying for you. What can I bring for you? And they bring you dinner. Like these kinds of things happen and they've known each other for two weeks, you know? So I, we're just, it fills that place in us. That's that little um, lonely spot. We are meant to be in community with people and um, we have to go look for, it doesn't just naturally happen. You got to kind of go look for it. But once you find it, it, it fills that need in you. And you're like, oh, this is what I was missing. Um, and I also wanted to say, because, and this is something that I thought of just this morning. Um, a lot of people will think, oh, but I'm an, uh, you're an extrovert, Jana. It groups are for you. You like people. I'm an introvert and I don't, and I get it. I totally get that. My daughter um, is an introvert. I, I, you know, I, a lot of my best friends are more introverted than, than extroverted. I need more groups maybe like I like more people. So I, I dabble in multiple groups. Some people, they just need one. They just need one group and maybe it's a small group or a mentoring group. They don't need like the big buzz of it, but we all on some level need to be with other people. Um, oh yeah. We all need it. So just don't, don't be careful with the, Oh, I'm an introvert. I don't need this. No, no, no. <laughs> my, my very best friend and I, we joke about this. Um, uh, her name's cinnamon and we, we were chatting. Actually, I love her name. Yeah. I love her name. And, um, Waco, Texas. And she was living in New Jersey. She's a photographer. Her husband's in, in uh, or was in the military. Um, but she joined a women's group and she's like, you know, nobody's quite at my season, but it's like, they're either out of it or they're under it or, you know, whatever it might be, but it's actually like so beneficial because they can encourage me in the season that I'm in because mm -hmm. they've been through it. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, oh, that's so cool. But also I feel like there's touch points, right? Like the first touch point would be like to join a church, find a church that you love. Um, the second point, touch point would be like to go, you know, regularly and, yeah. and start just kind of like finding familiar faces, you know, kind of making those connections. And and then I feel like it's starting to get involved in the groups. And then I think that that is when the connections happen. Yes. Um, and that is when like the, the repeat of then it's just, it becomes very natural. You're going to get coffee with them. You go for walks after group, you, you call them on the phone or they call you. It, it, it becomes way, you know, you have a text thread going like this is just, yeah. it really does progress like that. It's like these four touch points that just start happening naturally mm. when you start investing your time. Um, in, yes. in church or in people or, um, you know, depending on what you want to do. And, and Amy and I are both very extroverted, but we are very extroverted in different ways. Like she would join a million groups if she could. I think she does like, you know, her kids are in sports every single day of the week. And she is even, or she's in running club and mm -hmm. does that every, almost every day. And it's going to run the marathon. And she's also, you know, plays tennis like a lot <laughs> like mm -hmm. with on tennis teams. And she's joining two different teams. And I'm like, girl, how do you have time for this? And meanwhile, for me, I'm like, oh man, I was really extroverted all weekend long. I had a wedding and mm -hmm. I had to go to a lot of doctor's appointments. That was very extroverted for me. And I talked on the phone a lot. So I'm good. I need to take a breath, you know, and I, yeah. maybe that's the season that I'm in right now. Maybe I'll get out of it, but you know, I don't, I don't fill up my schedule that much. I'm like, okay, one group is good for me. Yes. You know, we have this big event coming like that's, you know, I'm, I'm edging up to it. So it's okay to be at different stages and, and join where you're at. And that's the beauty oh. of it is that God's going to meet you where you're at. Just like yes. all these people are too. Listen, I think that is so wise because, and you were in my, you were in my Bible study group in the winter and you're not yeah. in it now because of right. seasons with your work and what's going on personally. But that is so important to understand and know you and your capacity for what you can handle at different seasons and and do that because the last thing you want to do is 
be a bad group member. You don't want to yeah. resent going to group meetings and the people because, you know, it, you want to have the energy to, to be um, not only to get what you get from it, but to to be the one who brings some some positivity and brings some energy. Not that that's all that it's about, but. No, but you know, it's, it's not school. You're not getting an A plus. You're not getting no. a check mark. Like it's for you. You know, no. it doesn't and need do to be what, for anyone else. Yeah, do what'll fit into your schedule at that season. Also, M- make it fit into the rhythm of your life, so that yeah. you can, so that you are there. Because when you don't show up, you don't, you know, you don't get the benefit out of it. But if you can make it something that just works with your day and your life and other people who have like similar schedules, man, that's. That's awesome. Then you can do life and build those relationships and those people will be your people. That's great. I love that. And yeah. Hannah, just thank you for coming on here and being a part of it. I know I've been like, like planting it in your, you know, like the seeds, like a little bit over the last, you know, since the winter, I guess of like, Oh yeah. Like, Oh, we need one on about groups and connection. And the, you know, one of our first podcasts was about community, but I feel like this is a, a little bit deeper than just a community. This is this is about, you know, that connection and, and building those groups and going to groups and being consistent. And, um, and I just really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing oh more about that. And, um, you know, we'd love to know how to keep up with you, where to find you, if you want to share, um, that'd be great. Yes. Okay. So um, me, I don't have anything that's to go with me, but Mendham Hills, Mendham, Mendham Hills. Hills has all kinds <laughs> of stuff. So you can find um, Mendham Hills on, on Instagram. Um, and Facebook, obviously all that stuff. Also our, like we have a young adults group. That's awesome. MHYA for Mendham Hills, young adults. Um, that's on Instagram. It's, it's, you're, you're looking for community for your kids, MHCC students, um, MHCC kids, all of that. So I would say like go to Instagram, but also mendhamhills.org is just the main website. If you need to check out the church, if you're in the Northern New Jersey area, want to come, um, mhcc.life. We talk about that all the time just to check out what's happening, what's coming up. That's a little more um, where you can sign up for things and see what's coming. Definitely, that's where you can sign up for groups, mhcc.life. You can click on groups. Groups um, at our church kind of run like the like the school calendar does. So we're winding things down now, and then we will kick things back off in September. Um, so you can kind of, there's, there's, there's a, the young adults meet all summer. They've got like all kinds of awesome things going on. If you've got kids coming home from college, um, Mendham Hills Young Adults is rocking all summer, but, um, for everything else, the kickoff is going to happen in September and then we will get rolling. So, um, mhcc.life. Yeah. But thank you so much for letting me come on and talk about this. It's like, this is what gets me fired up and I think it's important and I appreciate the time to, to share and talk with you. Anytime we'll have to have you on again soon. So yeah, that'd be great. great. And you guys know where you can find us at njspark.co or njsparkco on Instagram. Thank you again, Jana. And before we go, I'd love to leave you guys with a Bible verse, Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. Thank you again, guys. We'll see you back here in two weeks.